What's going on, everyone? This is Matthew Boussard. This is If Maddie Had a Podcast. Thank you guys for tuning in. This is the final episode of season three, potentially the final episode of my show. I don't want to be too dramatic. I don't know what the future is going to hold, but we have our guy Nico here. We had an amazing time with him. We talk about pretty much everything under the sun from the universe to mythical beings a whole lot you guys are gonna love this episode we now welcome on a very good buddy of mine nico nico bellic baby how we doing tonight doing fantastic thank you for having me on the show maddie absolutely you know what the pleasure is all mine my older sister's boyfriend when i was about 10 years old he introduced himself to my family, and when I, you know my dad went to go shake his hand, I went to go shake his hand. He was oh, he shook our hand. And he said the pleasure is all mine, and I thought that that was the suavest thing ever. So I'm I'm now gonna incorporate that into what I say. The pleasure is all mine. In Italy, what they say is piacere. It means piacere. my pleasure. Piacere. Like, hasa, dude, and what's up, dude? <laughs> <laughs> Nico's over. We're gonna dive into some ghost stories. We're going to talk about the universe a little bit. First thing I got to ask you, Nico, right? So, you're from Connecticut. We yep. bump into each other through work. We're both businessmen, right? Yes, we are. So, good. you went to URI. You know, honestly, URI was a great time. Um, it's a nice, large school. You can there, There's enough uh, differentiation between all the, all the students, so you can always find a group to, to hang out with. Um, when I went to college, what I was really looking for, I either wanted to be a part of sports because um, I, I really liked playing football. I, didn't, I wasn't really good enough, though, to, to play D, like D1. So I would have ended up playing like D3 if, if I could have. So I, I kind of leaned more. I was like, all right, let's, let's go to the fraternity life and, and kind of go like party and get that out of my system. Right. Um, and it was fantastic. I mean, I have no regrets. Uh, it, it, I went to a school that allowed me to go study abroad and, and even today, that's one of the best experiences that I've had. So, uh, I def definitely cherish that. You might not have been a D1 football player, but you were definitely a D1 street hooper. You play Ziploc defense. I've, I've been known to have, have a lock and key when it comes down to defense. Bro, you locked that shit up good, bro. So you had a good time in college. The reason why we bring up URI we were talking a little bit beforehand about just, you know, some college experiences and shooting the shit. Dude, what's good with your frat house being haunted? And, well, I should rephrase this and ask, why are so many areas of college campuses haunted? Um, you know, I... Do ghosts just love higher education? They so, just hang out on campus, <laughs> or do, do yeah, they love to prey on the it's like late fucking Harry Potter, yeah. dude? You know, you got you got moaning Merlin. Oh there. yeah, dude, the fucking <laughs> the, the, the ghosts just hang around the school. Um, yeah, uh, as far as you or I goes, there there wasn't too many any paranormal activity that people reported on. The only thing was uh, actually where I ended up staying for about a year and a half the the lambda kai house um there there were reports of a ghost named abigail that lived there bro and it's always a fucked up story too like they're never any friendly ghosts like some casper shit like at my school we had our library um well our school 
turned a old barn into a library, which was kind of cool. That does sound pretty pretty cool. pretty wise on their end. Um, but what happened was that one of these kids got in one of those machinery accidents and he lost his arm. Mm. And there have been quote unquote reports of the little kid showing up late at night on Did the top die? floor of the library. No, but then it's I like call bullshit. No, no, no. <laughs> I do. I, I call. All right, if you don't call, die, you're not a ghost. You're right. I call bullshit on this entire story, just like a lot of other college ghost stories that we'll get into. But that's the thing. It's that there's never any friendly ghost. Like, here's the ghost of, you know, Johnson Hall. This ghost had a kick-ass college experience, got drunk 90% of the time, you the know, ghost. hooked up with a ton of girls, and he's just here. He's just going to – he's just going to – Appear like every, <laughs> right, dude. He's just gonna appear every once in a while, and he's just gonna say what's up, right? It's never a, a just friendly likes to party. Ju- yeah, exactly, right. He, this ghost just loves to party. He just loves to be in the moment and be present. No, it's always a evil spirit, evil ghost, and it's always an unfortunate story behind it. Like um, there was one ghost in one of these halls where some dude was burned at the stake in like mm. the 1700s. So part of that's definitely got to be, you know, how long have we been here? Um, yeah, you know, if, if over the grand span of humanity, there, you know, we, we've been around for forty thousand, even just forty thousand years. That's a lot of people. So there's a lot of a lot of just through p- pure circumstance, someone's go- going to have died in a, in a in a terrible way here at some point in time within the last some odd. You know what I mean? So sure. part of that's definitely that. I think part of it's also confirmation bias if you know if you've had a not confirmation bias but if you've had a ghost that or a person that lived a, a you know great fulfilling life there's no reason to stay here yeah you know yeah you know even even for example like grandparents you have your you have your grandkids like that's a reason to stay but you've lived your you've lived your whole life and now's the time to watch them grow right so there's there's some there's things that aren't keeping you here Whereas if you, you know, if you died terribly <clears throat> with an axe or, or what have you, or you, you were murdered, you, you have unfinished business. The stuff that was going on at the Lambda Kai house, that was more, a more documented. There were people like ghost hunters has, or ghost adventurers or something like that. One of those shows has been there. So it's more documented and there is more historical evidence backing up that, okay, so the governor's family did live here. And I don't know if it was his daughter. It was something like that. Some relation, some correlation to him passed. And, and that's who's trapped there. And I don't think it's anything malicious. Um, things, things I heard were like footsteps on the third floor, which we had closed off and locked. Um, you know, like laughing. Like little things like that. Like, it, like kids' laughter. It wasn't anything malicious. Ooh, that's a dead giveaway. That's a ghost. That's a, if you hear kids laughing, dude. You live in a frat house, man. Who all, yeah. who's gonna be laughing? Yeah. Well, uh, you know, when girls get drunk, they they can sound that the, the girls drunk laughing is more like. Ah, ah, ah. <laughs> it's not like. Eh. I thought you were so funny. <laughs> <laughs> no, dude. I'm telling you, these a kid's laughter. That's a dead giveaway. That is 100% a ghost. And I I'm more of a seeing is believing type of person. Mm-hmm. That's one hundred percent a ghost. I liked your point earlier though about the unfinished business. Unfinished that makes business. a lot of sense. And and the other thing I'd like to point out as well is So so we have ghosts here and, and we have a I would say right now where we 
where we stand at the, in the 21st century, we have a pretty good understanding in, in, of physics, right? I mean, it started with Newtonian theory, and it's kind of come a long way. Since then, um, where would paranormal activity fit into that, right? Into physics? Yeah, I mean, because the, the whole idea of science, you know, if you want to go to Italy, you learn Italian. If you want to go to Spain, you learn Spanish. If you want to understand the universe, you learn physics. It's the language of the universe. Yeah. So where where would paranormal activity? I, I, that's the, that's kind of the lens that I focus through a lot of things is how would, how would that fit in? How would that well, make sense? It's still, it's like aliens, right? It's like there's enough evidence to support or deny either way. And part of that, I think, is is just where we are technologically. Is yeah, for sure. I mean, like, there's bullshit ghost hunting equipment. Oh, you yeah, know? Like, 100%. Like, yeah, you walk shit. into a room, it's like, oh, this thing is reading <laughs> out of my mind. Like, what is going on here? And, like, there's literally nothing going on. It's just the air conditioning unit making the noise, right? Yeah. Um, and, or, you know, you just create a TV show and you have a guy in a closet with a microphone. You distort his voice and you make it sound like the ghost is saying, like, you killed my mom or, like, <laughs> some yeah. bullshit. Oh, yeah. You know 100%. what I mean? I, so, I, yeah, I, I, but, like, that's the thing. It's like, I think, you know, ghosts and aliens are often put in the same conversation. Like, if I was to ask you, do you believe in ghosts? You would say yes or no. My follow-up question would probably be, do you believe in aliens, yes or no? I would say I believe in aliens more than ghosts. I do, too. I 100% do. And that's just down to sheer math. I Well, and once you believe, once you believe in how infinite the universe is, it makes sense. We have a lot of gas planets, so you can rule them out. We also have a lot of planets that are either extremely hot or extremely cold, so you can rule those planets out too. It doesn't make sense to have aliens in our solar system, but beyond that, absolutely. Yeah, I, you know, beyond the solar, uh, in, within our own solar system, it's a stretch. The if it were to be found somewhere, I would think like Europa, which is one of Jupiter's moons, just because it has like a it has hydrogen gas lakes and and things like that, which is. Uh, almost synonymous with, with things of water. So could life start there? Maybe. Um, once you start looking at a galaxy, though, where it's, you know, you have a, mi- a million stars, uh, and that's a low number. You have a million stars, and, and every star ha- at least has a terrestrial planet. And then now you start taking into account that most of them are multiple. We'd be a waste of space. And then, you know, take it a step further, there's hundreds of millions of galaxies, and then take it a step further than that, we could be living in a multiverse. Sure. In which case, who knows? And most of them don't even have to support life. But if two of them do, that's already that's already twice the amount of life that we know. Can you believe that the sun is going to burn out one day? I Oh, I, I absolutely. I, I mean, we watch it with other suns. Isn't I that think, crazy? I think the death of the universe is beautiful. Dude, in a weird way. Yeah, so, so the death of the universe is... The sun turning into a black hole and sucking everything up, right? I don't think our sun's big enough to turn into a black hole. So the the death of our our solar system would look something like the, the once the sun becomes a big red giant, it'll it'll engulf the earth. That's the end of our if you want to say our collective understanding. That's the end of it, um, unless we're off the earth. And then you know you you start at a at a larger galactic scale. You, you do have these black holes, and then they slowly start to evaporate with Hawking radiation. 
and then and that over a scale of tens of billions or, or maybe larger years the black holes through hawking radiation deteriorate and then you're that's the heat death of the universe We're left with just nothing Dude, I feel like I should have paid attention during Interstellar. It was such a long movie. They, they did a good job movie. with that movie. They Dude, did a really good job. It with is that movie. such a so. <laughs> I've seen it. You know, I've seen it maybe three times. I think that that's a good number for me to say. I can't grasp what that movie is about. The first time I saw that movie, it came out the same time that the last Hunger Game movie came out mm-hmm. with Jennifer Lawrence. I wanted Love to her. go. I wanted to go see that movie, but they were sold out. So I said, "All right, let me buy a ticket to Interstellar." I had no idea Interstellar is fault. ten times better than the last Hunger Games. <laughs> but in, at that time, I obviously snuck into the Hunger Games, saw that. I think that that's fucking hilarious thinking back. But Interstellar is so. It is such a good movie that I think two papers were written about that movie that won awards like that that's how like be surprised yeah like that's how in-depth that movie is it's not just this bullshit science fiction movie like all that shit is actually stephen hawking was involved with the physics of it yeah of the black hole it took it took something like a almost like over a hundred days to film what was what like a three minute render of a black hole yeah and i think that people don't understand that too like a lot of people saying like oh i want to go to mars like elon musk take me to mars it takes three years to get to mars at our current rate of speed can you believe that it's the we use very general uh propulsion so so one of the things that that would be interesting is so say wipe wipe the current slate of humanity off your mind right say say we're a different species born in a different planet and a different element was found right and this element had a lot more energy um because like hydrogen only has you know it's a considerably less heavy less neutrons less protons less electrons less energy stored right so you get to a harder element if a heavier element, if it had more energy with, with our current understanding of physics would be able to, would we be able to push the boundaries of what we can do further? And I think the answer is yes. I think we have a pretty, we still have a pretty primitive understanding of, of chemistry, of biology. And I don't mean so in a detrimental way to our society. I just mean, in the grand scheme of things, when you really start, because right now in our current state, you can ask hard questions where no matter what area you're in, you can't answer it. It's like you get into woo-woo. It's like, well, it could be. Right. Fuck could be. I want to know what it is. Sure. Right. So once you start getting into that, I, I just think it's like you just need to wait. We're not We're not there yet. We're... We're getting there. We're not there yet. I think that there's a lot of truth to the accounts that people have made with extraterrestrial beings. Like, um, I saw this Netflix documentary, I, I want to say like a year ago, mm-hmm. about these people that got abducted in the 60s from bumfuck Massachusetts. I know that that sounds ridiculous, but I don't know. I mean... I could see it happening with a lot of that stuff. I mean, 
the problem is it kind of all started popping up around the same time, you know, like once and, and I, I, I have a hard time. What other sensation other than you're outside of your fucking mind? What other sensation would you go to the police and say, I got abducted? Like what, what could you possibly be feeling? Like what kind of drugs could you be taking that gives something, you that some hard psychedelics. It has to it be. Have to be something. And like again, that. it was in the '60s, so you know, it, it's it, clearly it, it possible. It could. It, it's possible, but still, like, for you to file a police report saying that you're abducted. Yeah, and, and I think, well, and I think that the government could get away with a lot more back then because there wasn't. No one had a cell phone. There wasn't news media, so part of that could be that. Um, but in in general. In general, I, I would like to think that, you know, one, it was more of a trend, you know, yeah. so-and-so, this happened to so-and-so. It, it's more of the standout, like Roswell. Yeah. I would almost say Roswell's a standout case, and I don't know anything personally about it. Like, I, I, I couldn't tell you shit about it, but <laughs> but uh, I from what I've heard, that, that sounds like something that would have more validity to it. I also think that, and I know earlier I said that seeing is believing, I just try to be as practical as possible and i just i try not to be just this you know like i i try i try to take as much science into account as possible i also think that believing in ghosts and believing in aliens believing in bigfoot and other shit like that it just makes life more exciting it does it does i mean it's like believing in santa claus no that's different though that's different and, and hear hear me out. Hear me out on this. Okay. The the reason why the reason why Santa Claus is different from the Loch Ness monster. We know one hundred percent that Santa Claus is not real. It is confirmed. It is a fairy tale. It started in Germany. That's not true. Be some crazy shit if he was real. You know, <laughs> that would be some crazy shit. I'd have to talk to him about a lot <laughs> of shit if that was true. You know what, dude? Honestly. If Santa Claus was real, I would look the guy in the I look him in the eye, I'd shake his hand, and I'd say thank you. I got to be thankful for what he's provided oh, 100%, 100%. me. Hundred percent, hundred percent. Really, my Big parents. Sacrifice. But no, nah, I mean he he um, there hasn't been a lot. I mean, look, you can tell I was a spoiled kid because when I'm thinking about Santa Claus right now, I'm thinking about all the shit that I did not get that I asked for that was way out of my parents' budget, but right. I still wanted that shit. I like I feel like um. Bro, you remember in um, Sorcerer's Stone, um, it's fucking Dudley's birthday. He's like, how many are there? And then uh, Uncle Vernon's like, 36 presents. I counted in myself. <laughs> and then fucking Dudley's like, 36. Last year, there were 37. Like, yeah. that's that's me on fucking Christmas, dude. <laughs> I'm always thinking about what I didn't get versus what I got. <laughs> I hear that. I, I completely understand that. Um, no, dude, but I, I like Santa Claus is confirmed fairy tale not true yeah bigfoot the loch ness monster those types of and we'll call them myths because it's more likely that they're not true than they are real those have not been 100% confirmed to be real or confirmed to be false yeah. it's the same thing with aliens it's the same thing with ghosts it's like the jury's still out you know what i mean well i, I would say almost create a subdivision between ghosts and aliens and then things on that were solely bound to Earth, right? Like cryptids. So that's Bigfoot, um, Tasmanian Devil was once a cryptid. Those are real. 
though they are real. Yeah. That was once considered a cryptid, though. Really? Yeah, which is Wait, it's even the name for given to like if you didn't think it was real, oh, like wow. Bigfoot's a cryptid. Wait, um, so wait, was that the Yeti's a cryptid? So when Looney Tunes was out in like the 50s, 60s, 70s, and maybe even later, the Tasmanian Devil that they created was the Tasmanian Devil at that point not proven? Because that I is think, crazy. I think they were, I, I believe, it, the better person to, to look up, this goes for all the viewers, is Forrest Galanti, but um, I, 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 I can't say for sure. I, I would, if I had to pinpoint, I would say it was the early 1900s when, and then they, because they went, we, we hunted them to a period of extinction. Animals evolve just like we evolve, right? And the reason why we've been able to stop some of the evolution of animals is because we're the top of the food chain so we can kill off that evolution, right? So, like, put it this way. All the animals in Australia that I'm talking, like, are in the middle of that, would you call Australian island? Not really, but I, I would probably mass. lean more landmass sure. continent. So, yeah. in the middle of that landmass, we have not been able to kill off any of that evolution, Right, yeah. because we j- we just cannot. I mean, you want to go thirty, you want to go toe to toe with a thirty foot snake. Be my guest. My thinking behind it is that like we haven't been able to kill it off. Like, eventually, we learn to kill off these sharks. Like the reason why there's no more megalodons is because eventually we were able to take a spear to a shark. I don't think so. I don't think we we overlapped humanity and and that of a megalodon. I I think the megalodon because. The Megalon, Megalodon's last, it was like 40, 45 some odd million years ago. So there would be, I mean, it depends on when you think humanity started. Um, but th- there's there's little evidence before like a million years. But for, so for like my point, my, my point, my point though is that like humans can control the evolution of animals. And the reason why I say that is because like, Pollution can change a fish's gender. Am I saying that right? Yes. Uh, so frogs too. Yeah. So, yeah. and I I don't want to you know talk about gender and and you know go down that rabbit hole. Slippery. That's what, a slippery slope. Right. 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 What? But my point is that like humans do have a direct impact on the changes in the life around us. Right. Oh, 100%. Yeah, and like, you know, for example, the endangered species or the extinct, I should say extinct, the extinct species can no longer evolve because humans as a race ended that. You see what I'm saying? So like obviously like um, let's just say, you know, um, I'll just use the toucan for example just because, you know, I'm a massive cereal guy and fucking Fruit Loops are awesome. Hell yeah. <laughs> the fucking toucan went extinct X amount of years ago. Imagine a toucan today. Like, that baby probably evolved into some fucking crazy-ass bird with a fucking tail or wings as large as... You see what I'm saying? So, like, yeah, as long as you don't fuck with the evolution of these species, they're just going to constantly continue to morph into something crazier. And I I completely agree with that, Uh, you know, given, given enough time. Yeah, that's, uh, well, that's what I'm saying. Is, Given enough time, yeah, yeah. If time scale is large enough, I mean, even us, even even 
because the the way we differentiate between you know like Homo sapiens and and it, say a different subhuman species that comes in the future, right? As soon as we can't reproduce with each other, that's when we're a different species. So wow. as soon as a human and this you know sub new you know our our great down 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 our our DNA chain whatever this person turns out to be, as long as they can't mate, that's a new species. I agree with that. I also think we're at a sweet spot. And what I, I mean, so I, what I mean by that is like, like we used to be hairy as shit. Oh yeah. I'm still really fucking hairy. I'm not as hairy as a caveman. hundred percent. And we are at a sweet spot because of that. Right. Imagine trying to shave Every day, as a man, and you had the genetics of a caveman. I, I think I'm pretty close. I, we were both hairy-ass guys. Yeah. But my point is that we, as far as maybe not, maybe not intelligence-wise, but from appearance and, you know, the way that, you know, our bodies work or something. I think we're at a nice sweet spot in our evolution. I, I would say so. Um, I, I would say we're at a sweet spot in history, right? Because we, we just had the technological kind of boom. We're not, we're not pre-industrial era because then, then bacteria or, or a virus could kill us like polio. Um, you know, we're, we're kind of in the sweet spot. Human rights haven't really gone away yet. Yeah, you know, that's true. It's that, you know. Oh, it's coming. It's almost. No, no, you're right. I mean, it it certainly is coming, and it's right. It's been a long time coming. It's just more of like, you know, technology for sure really trips me out. And it's more of like. Like like it scares you in a way, or? No, it's just like, it it just has far, as far as it advances. I mean, like a lot of people, they don't really sit down and they, they don't really think about the fact that like, I could text somebody back home in Maryland right now on iMessage and they would get that text within five seconds. Oh, less, it'd be almost instantaneous. Right. And yeah, it's wild. And when I was growing up, you could certainly try to contact somebody, but that was through email. Or or telephone, and if they weren't there, you couldn't reach them. Right. And just the fact that, like, Wi-Fi, too, blows my mind that there's so many internet networks around us. And back in the day, dial-up took you minutes to connect to. And it's just, there's there's a lot that blows my mind about technology and the advancements and it's all great i just i don't understand how and like what i also don't understand too how can these social media sites hold all this information and and that's actually something that boggles my mind is and it kind of it kind of relates to that in in the fact of so we have the internet right and it's been growing since its inception it exists. It's a tangible thing. It's not a, a figment of our imagination, right? It, it's a, it, it does exist. I mean, we may not be able to hold it, but it does exist. If you were to compress the internet down into a holdable piece, right, it would have weight. 
And that's what blows my mind is yeah. where is that weight dispersed? I agree with that because the internet certainly cannot be infinite. How does a website or a social media platform like Facebook, how does Facebook hold all of these photos and information from billions of people? How does it have that much space? All right, let's wrap this up. So I'm on with my guy, Nico. Love you, my guy. I appreciate you for coming on. Happy to be here. Great fucking seeing you tonight. Always ha- always happy to be here. Love to be here again. I would. Uh, this was a very enjoyable, fun experience. Absolutely, my guy. I'm glad that you loved it. So I appreciate you a lot. Like I said, when I for the intro, pleasure's all mine. I I'm Did gonna. <laughs> That's right. <laughs> all right. So let's end with something. Uh, let's end with something a little off topic, right? So. Let's do it. I wasn't at the office when this happened, of course. I did hear that you put a Subway sandwich with the wrapper on in the toaster. Why did you do that? All right. So the the wrap Okay, so th- this did happen. <laughs> it was a leftover Subway sandwich and it was cold. So I wanted to warm it up. So I was looking at the toaster. I, you know, you can microwave it, but then the the microwave will get the bread all soggy and that's nasty ass so you know when you go to subway you want it toasted at least normal people i feel like say i'll take it toasted so it's like all right so throw it in the toaster oven and the paper that was on it was thicker than it was thicker than like you know like the paper you go at a doctor you know that kind of like shitty paper yeah the parchment paper sure it was thicker than that it was more like a butcher's paper right okay like a, it almost felt like it had like a, a wax. Oh, okay. Right. So I thought, I I I cook, so I thought maybe if it's that kind of paper, you can bake with that all the time, right? There should be no problem. Put it in. It's not that kind of paper. No, it's not. Thank God you didn't burn the fucking house, Thank God. God. <laughs> Thank God. Thank God. The office would have been even worse. Yeah, dude. Jesus Christ. <laughs> <laughs> oh man all right um anything from you nico before we sign off no I, I you know i'm happy to be here i think uh you know this is the best show on the internet and i'm, I'm dude I'm come pleasure on to be a, bro pleasure to be a part of it and uh you know to sit in this couch where others have sat before and to be a part of this history i'm, I'm happy to be here oh yeah my guy all right one more time nico bellick love you my guy yeah. Yeah.